Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima Laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic-grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at-home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now... This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Food Heals Podcast, episode number 10. Nature has designed the body to intrinsically heal itself if we give it what it needs to do so. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben and Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your Facebook friends immediately. Hello and welcome to the Food Heals Podcast. I'm Allison Melody. And I'm Susie Hardy. And today is a special episode because it's a hashtag TBT, also known as Throwback Thursday. So when we're not recording brand new episodes for you that air on Tuesdays and Saturdays, we're going to go back to interviews from the film Food Heals. 
Yeah, so last Thursday you heard part one of Jason Robel's interview, and this week we are bringing you part two. Part two. <laughs> Jason is a YouTube and cooking channel star, author, and world-renowned leader in organic raw vegan cuisine. His celebrity clients include Woody Harrelson, Robin Wright, Jeremy Piven, Sigourney Weaver, and more. Before we get to today's interview, we want to thank you for all the ratings and reviews you have been leaving us. Yeah, I mean... The amount of love you guys are giving us has been incredible. We're so grateful. Thank you so much. It's meant so much to us. And we have seen your emails and your tweets and your Facebook messages. And we are just, uh, we're feeling the love. Thank you so much. We're so excited that you are excited about what we're doing. For sure. Uh, make sure to follow us on social media at Food Heals Nation for all the updates on the show. And talk to us. Tell us what you like, what you want to hear more of, and how we can make the show better for you our Food Heals Nation. Yeah, and our goal is just to give you the most up-to-date information on health and healing as well as inspire you with transformational stories from our guests. So today's show is sponsored by Schmidt's Deodorant and Schmidt sent us four samples and yeah. I thought we would smell them and see which ones are our favorites. So let's, let's take a sniff. I already know what my favorite is, but I'll smell them anyways. Okay, so this is the cedarwood juniper. That's yummy. Cedarwood juniper is my second favorite. Okay. This one's ylang ylang. I love that word. Ylang ylang. Oh, yeah, that's a good word. <laughs> and calendula. And I'm a big fan of ylang ylang. So that might be my fave. Yeah, that one smells good. This one is bergamot and lime. Bergamot? Am I saying that wrong? Bergamot? bergamot? I think so. Bergamot and lime. Oh, I like that. It's my favorite. It's really nice to think that your armpits could smell like citrus. That's just like a really fresh scent. Well, that's the one I use not only on my armpits, but also like on my temples and other places for perfume. Like, Did right? you just give away your favorite? I gave it away. That's <gasps> my favorite. <laughs> I like the ylang ylang because that to me is always very feminine. Yeah, that's very true. All right. So today's show is also sponsored by Whitney Lauritsen, the eco-vegan gal, and her fabulous book, Healthy Organic Vegan on a Budget. And we discussed it in episode five in our interview with Whitney, so feel free to go back and listen to that one. Her book will teach you the skills to meal plan effectively, shop like an expert, find discounts on organic food, and so much more. And we'll let you know how to get a free ebook from the Eco Vegan Gal later in today's episode. Next up, Jason Robel. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. So can you tell us a little bit about the acid-alkaline balance in your body and why that is important to pay attention to? Yeah, so the acid-alkaline balance is basically the pH level of the blood. For example, if you have too much acidity in the food, which many animal products, especially meat and dairy, cause, if the body stays too acidic too long, it'll die. The body will die. So the thing is, when the body has too much acidic food, it has to buffer that acidity and bring it back to a state of alkaline balance. And what do we do? The body will pull alkalizing minerals from the bones in order to buffer the acidity in the blood. So that's when we get things like magnesium deficiencies, calcium deficiencies, osteoporosis, bone loss. So by eating too much acidic food and having the blood too acidic, the body's going to start pulling those alkaline minerals. So it's extremely crucial to eat a highly mineralized, highly alkaline diet if you're fighting disease. We've seen through research and especially looking at um, blood cell analysis and how cells respond to acidity or alkalinity that cancer cells thrive in an acidic environment. So what we want to do is try to maintain a state of homeostasis and balance. Right around 7.2, 7.5, somewhere in there is a nice range. 
I eat a higher alkaline diet. I actually have an alkaline water filter. I make sure that I'm really concentrating on alkalinity because I personally feel better eating more alkaline foods. I feel more vibrant. I have more energy. You don't want to go too alkaline because then again, that's out of balance. We want to stay in that nice middle range. For people that are battling disease or especially cancer, eating a higher alkaline food, eating more alkaline diet, drinking more alkaline water can have a tremendous benefit because it's helping to reset the bioterrain. Right? If you look at the state of the bioterrain of people who are diseased, it's extremely acidic, as I mentioned. So eating a higher alkaline diet can bring that needle back right into the middle, right towards that state of balance. So if you're an already healthy person, eating alkaline foods is always a good choice. Maybe not as high of an alkalinity as someone who has a, a disease that they're fighting, but I think it's good to just maintain that balance and find out what works for you. What I recommend is actually researching. There are free charts you can download online and look at a food chart to see what is on the acidic side and what's on the alkaline side. So I recommend printing one of those out, putting it on the fridge and looking at it every day and just taking a basic inventory of where you fall in that pH scale. I also recommend people getting those pH test strips and testing themselves daily, especially if they're fighting a disease, to have that daily monitoring of where they're at. And you wanna do that first thing in the morning before you eat anything, and then check in throughout the day and see where you're at pH-wise. So you have a show on the cooking channel called How to Live to 100. Is this something living to 100 that people today can really aspire to do? Living to 100 actually is, I think, not only attainable, but I think we're gonna be seeing a lot more people, not only in this generation and beyond, living past 100, 120, even beyond that. And I think there's many, many factors that play into longevity, not just the number, but living vibrantly past the age of 100. Researching all the blue zones over the past few years, the great studies that have come out, these places on the planet where there's the highest concentrations of centenarians, people over the age of 100, we've seen some really interesting commonalities amongst all these people, and they're all over the globe. They're in Loma Linda, California. They're in the Nicoya Peninsula. They're in Peru. They're in Italy. They're all over the globe. But the things they have in common are this, a great sense of community and belonging and having a tight-knit family and a really tight sense of community in where they live a deep sense of spirituality, some connection to spirit, God, a higher source, a religion. Uh, three is some form of daily exercise, whether it's simple as taking a nice meditative walk or something like muscle building, weight bearing exercise. There's something they're doing every day to work out their body. Number four, this is super interesting. They're all heavily plant strong diets. In none of these places, these blue zones where these centenarians are living, are they heavily meat or animal-centric diets. They're all eating a ton of fresh, locally grown, heavy mineralized, nutrient-dense plant foods. That is the basis of all of their diets. So it's interesting, it's, <clears throat> it's interesting to see all of these commonalities play out that if you have a sense of belonging, you have a sense of connection to spirit or a higher source, you're working out the body and keeping it light and supple and flexible, and you're eating a plant-strong diet, you can easily, easily live to 100 and beyond. Well, that's amazing, and that is now my new goal, to live to 100. So can you talk about the role of stress in the modern world and how that plays into the aging process and how that plays into disease? I feel that stress actually can be more of a killer and more debilitating than a poor diet because I have seen people who have eaten amazing as far as what they put in their body, organic, non-GMO, raw, vegan, and I've seen them come down with things like the flu or even more serious diseases. It can't just be about what we put in our body. 
It has to be how we're treating ourselves, the thoughts we think, how we're choosing to be in the world, how we're managing stress. Because it's not necessarily about eliminating stress. If we live in a major metropolitan city, if we're trying to accomplish big things in the world, if we're just having a nine to five job, if we're balancing the kids and work and exercise and a relationship, stress is gonna be there no matter what. But it's how we deal with and how we manage and dissipate that stress. So in addition to a plant-strong vegan diet, I highly, highly recommend exploring things like meditation, taking those daily walks, swimming, biking, hanging out with friends, having that sense of community. Uh, if need be, going to a psychotherapist, seeking out natural supplementation for mood swings, whatever it is. I think, it, of course, the, the basis is that strong plant-based diet, but that's not the only thing. It's how we manage that stress and how we deal with it. That has a huge, huge impact on our long-term health and longevity. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. So it really seems like you embody this holistic approach to health and looking at the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Can you talk a little bit about your philosophy? I really feel like the basis of all of this, this whole conversation we're having about healing on all these levels of being on a physical level, spiritual level, all of these things we're talking about, managing stress, eating more healthfully, connecting with community, all these points we've covered, I really think it boils down to one thing and that's self-love. That's having the courage to love ourselves radically, to heal whatever emotional traumas, physical traumas, diseases. I feel that all these puzzle pieces are linked together. It's not just one thing, they're all related. It's all these experiences we've had in our life. It's all the choices we've made cumulatively that have led us up to this moment. So I feel like the basis of all this is self-love because when you truly love yourself, Honestly, when you deeply accept and love yourself, you're going to make healthy choices. You are. It's inevitable. You're going to do things that honor your body, things that are healing, that are sustaining. Because when you're enjoying your life, when you're having a good time, you want to live as long as possible. You want to have as much energy and vitality as humanly possible. But the basis of all that is loving ourselves. So whatever those dark little corners of our being, whatever those emotional wounds are, those physical wounds, those points of disease, I think we have to tackle it as a whole being. It's not just about food. Food is the cornerstone, indeed. But I think that's the launching point, and it certainly was the launching point for me to heal on many more levels of my being. And um, that's it. We just got to love ourselves, and only by that are we really going to be able to love others. Yes, I couldn't agree more. You know, I have to talk to you again. We'll have to do another interview for my next film because the film After Food Heals is going to be the follow-up called Love Heals because I think that that is the next step. Once you figure out the food, once you figure out the nutrition and you're like, okay, I'm super healthy, but what else is going on? What else is wrong? Are you loving yourself? Love heals. Do you do what you love every single day? Are you happy? Are you surrounded by people who uplift you? Are you doing things that uplift yourself and your spirit? That is so important and it's a key component in our health. Awesome. Yeah, I'm glad to hear you doing that. Because yeah. I think that's one point that people don't necessarily make that bridge between the two. It seems that there's all these books and topics and, and courses on food and there's all these books and courses and topics on um, consciousness and love and all, but you've got to have both. So that's awesome. That's awesome you're doing that. Yeah. Cool. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to the Food Heals Podcast, where you'll find the tools to become a hotter, healthier, happier you. We'll be right back with Allison Melody and Susie Hardy. Food Heals Nation, are you looking to eat a more organic, plant-based diet, but are afraid of the cost and clueless about recipes that actually taste good? 
you want to learn the secrets to eating food that tastes amazing, helps the planet, heals your body, and doesn't break the bank? Then check out the Eco Vegan Gal's new ebook, Healthy, Organic, Vegan on a Budget. In the book, Whitney divulges the secrets and strategies to saving money while still buying organic, nutritionally dense food, as well as shares recipes on how to cook delicious plant-based meals for yourself and your family. Use the discount code FOODHEALS and get a free copy of the ebook when you buy a Food Is My Healthcare t-shirt. Check it out at veganebook.com forward slash foodheals. We love her book and we know you will too. Food Heals Nation, if you are like me, you know that good deodorant is hard to find. We all want to be natural and chemical free, but smell good too. We've all been in that situation where you tried the natural stuff and then suddenly you're on a date or on the dance floor and you realize something smells and it's you. (laughs) You give up on the natural stuff to go back to the drugstore toxic stuff because at least it smells good. That's why I was so happy to find Schmidt's deodorant. Schmidt's sources only the highest quality ingredients for their award-winning formula that is vegan, cruelty-free, and free of toxic chemicals. Schmidt's mission is to change the way people think about deodorant, and I love the fact that their products are affordable and long-lasting. That's why I teamed up with Jamie at Schmidt's Deodorant to bring you a discount exclusive to Food Heals listeners. Go to their website, schmidtsdeodorant.com, and use the discount code FOODHEALS, all one word, during checkout for 20% off your purchase. My favorite scent is the bergamot and lime. It is luscious. Try it out today. Check them out at schmidtsdeodorant.com. If we're uniting this concept of self-love to a holistic lifestyle and eating what's right for our body, I think it's important to embrace not only the flexibility of changing throughout our lives and being adaptable, but honoring the basic biological concept of bioindividuality. What's right, exactly right for my body cannot be exactly right for your body. There's going to be variations and changes because of so many things. Our blood type, our lineage, where we came from, how our body assimilates and breaks down certain nutrients. So I'm always very weary of people who say, this is the right way for all of humanity. And I find that for me, it's a constant evolution. It's a constant sense of discovery and experimentation. So what I encourage on my TV show and my education is just, hey, everyone can benefit from eating more fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, grains, and legumes. Very simple, whole food, unprocessed ingredients in whatever concentration is right for your body. For me, it's closer to 100%. I mean, I've been vegan for 17 years now. Uh, For other people, it might be 50, 30. It really depends on the individual and what feels right. The baseline for me is this. If you wake up in the morning and you're on fire, right? You're ready to take on the world, just take a chunk out of life and you're full of so much vitality and vigor and energy, you're doing something right. Clearly, the body is giving you a signal and it's giving you feedback, which it always does if we're conscious enough to listen. This is good. What you're doing is good. I like that. That smoothie you made, that's good stuff. Let's get more of that. Conversely, if we're waking up and we're sluggish and we're tired, even if we're eating healthy food, we may be lacking something. We may be having something that isn't really serving us. So for me, I really encourage people having the willingness to tweak their diet, tweak their lifestyle, and do what's right for them, and eat plant foods in whatever concentration feels appropriate and right for the individual. Yeah, so it's really about realizing that your health is in your hands, not in the hands of your doctor or anyone else, right? You have to rely on yourself. I think relying solely on doctors or the conventional medical establishment for the answers 
is not the most appropriate way of handling your long-term health. I think it's the onus is on the individual to do their own research and be willing to experiment with different diets, different supplements, tweaking their lifestyle throughout their life. I think that's absolutely key because every seven years, the body on a cellular level is completely regenerating itself. So to think that what could work exactly seven years ago is going to work today is just simply not paying attention to basic human biology. So even in the basis of a healthy lifestyle, we have to be willing to shift and change every seven to 10 years and examine if this is really serving us on the highest level. Yeah, so it sounds like an opportunity to me, like an opportunity to change what is not working and figure out what you can change and what will work for you. Yeah, so it, it is an opportunity with this complete body regeneration on a cellular level every seven years. We're not stuck in the same ways of being. We're not stuck in the same patterns. We don't have to be um, bound to one way of living for our entire lives. Our body is constantly regenerating all the time. Our body is designed to heal itself. Nature has designed the body to intrinsically heal itself if we give it what it needs to do so. So the beauty of that is knowing we're always regenerating, always in a state of healing. If we just give it what it needs and let it do its thing and not get in the way and not pour too many toxins and artificial things in our body, it will naturally heal itself. That's the beauty of this awesome machine we've been given. Exactly, and as soon as people realize that, then they can be empowered to make the changes in their lives that they need. I love it. So what advice would you give someone who is thinking about moving from a typical American diet to a more plant-based diet? So in making the transition from a animal-based meat-centric diet and moving closer toward a vegan plant-based diet, I think it's really in the beginning about creating healthy substitutions. It's about finding those healthy ingredients that are gonna have the same taste, texture, mouthfeel, and sense of satisfaction as those animal versions. And the great thing is there's so many ingredients that can mimic that in your recipes, or if you're pressed for time, like many of us are, there are healthy convenience foods that you can get. Big one I always recommend to people, tempeh bacon, right? Bacon, everyone's all about bacon. All the chefs, bacon, 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 bacon. Everyone's crazy about bacon. Well, bacon is one of the worst foods you can possibly consume. But the cool thing is you get something like tempeh bacon. It's a few bucks at the grocery store. It's made with organic non-GMO fermented soybeans. You throw that in your BLT, it's a great substitution. Uh, the big thing that's coming up now that I'm really excited about is there's so many raw, nut-based, artisanal vegan cheeses coming out. Because one thing I always hear is people are like, oh, it was easy for me to give up meat. Gave up meat, no problem, but cheese. I can't give up cheese. And I get it because there is something in cheese called the casomorphines that mimic the result that heroin would have on the brain. It just fires up those opiate receptors. So you're eating cheese and you're like, I'm addicted to cheese. Well, yes, because chemically it's designed to get you addicted. Because in milk, what's, what's it meant to do? It's meant to sustain and feed that baby. So those acasomorphines are in there because they're meant for the baby. They're meant for the baby to want to drink more of that milk. But for humans, not such a good thing to get people addicted. So the cool thing now is whether it's bacon, whether it's meat, whether it's cheese, any animal product you can think of, there is a healthy vegan plant-based version out there, which is awesome. It's a great time to be vegan. Yeah, and I think it's only going to grow. So this is a great time and it's going to the movement is happening. So what if you're already embodying the plant-based diet and you want to help someone else, maybe a loved one, start this diet or start making changes? What is the best way to approach a loved one? Embracing people exactly where they're at is key because people want innately to be accepted, loved, and adored for where they are and who they are in the moment. So creating a mentality of you're only going to be healed if you eat this way and do this 
is not accepting the individual. It's not accepting somebody where they're at. So what I've learned after starting as a very hardcore activist was that by really and truly accepting people as they are now is the baseline. And then they're totally receptive. Because if you're pushing against someone, you have to be this way, you have to do it this way, my way is the only way. How do people respond to that? They respond by backing very far away from you. And the point is, is we want to embrace and create a very intimate trust-built circle where we can share our ideas with people. And if they're receptive and open to it and the idea works, awesome. And if that idea doesn't work, maybe they'll listen to someone else's advice. But I think the baseline is having that mentality of embracing people and not throwing too many labels on things or my way is the only way. So with my TV show, we never called it a vegan TV show. It was never promoted as a vegan TV show because that word has certain connotations in the public's mind of whatever connotations they have. There's so many ideas that pop into people's brains. But if you watch the show, it's like, oh, he's not using any animal products here. But by having it be very easy and light and inviting like, hey, you wanna try my buffalo cauliflower wings? They're really good. No, they're really good. Try it, they're spicy. Having that accepting mentality, I think, is going to attract a lot more people and get them more interested. That is great advice. And what is the mental component to making this shift? How can people prepare themselves emotionally and mentally to create this change within themselves? So I I think it's important for people to be mindful of their intentions and motivations when adopting a healthier or more plant-based lifestyle because I've seen it's all too easy for certain people to do this out of a subconscious desire to punish themselves or be cruel to themselves. And that can get into a borderline eating disorder called orthorexia, which is almost like you're eating too healthy and too restrictively and you're punishing yourself. And if you slip up or you eat something you weren't supposed to, you're really mean. And I think it's important for people to really come from that place of self-love. I know I'm beating that drum a lot, but it's so important to do this from a place of giving your body what it needs, being willing to be flexible and adaptable, and have this be a lifelong journey of health and joyfulness. Because at the end of the day, you can be eating the healthiest lifestyle ever, but if you're not joyful and you're not having a good time, what is the point? I totally agree. What is the point? Let's do everything we can to live the best, most healthiest, happiest life ever. All right, Jason, shameless self-promotion time. Where can everyone find you online? Cool. So people can check out more of what I'm up to on my YouTube channel. If they go to YouTube and just look up Jason Robel TV, it's the J Row Show. Uh, They can see all kinds of great vegan recipe videos and healthy living vlogs there. And of course, my show on the cooking channel, How to Lift 100, it's on Mondays at 8. Or you can see all the recipes and videos live from that show on ulive.com, U-L-I-V-E.com. And I'm also going to have my book coming out on Hay House in 2016 called Eternity. So people can hunt me down. People can stalk me. I'm easily stalkable. So you can stalk Jason online by Googling Jason Robel with a W-W-R-O-B-E-L. You'll find lots of recipes, videos. He does so much online. He's on the cooking channel. Just Google him. So much great information is out there. You can also find Jason on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash holistic voice, where we post videos from all the stars of Food Heals, including Jason. You can see the trailer for Food Heals at www.foodheals.tv. We'll be back with a live interview with Jason in the studio in a couple of weeks, so lots more info from him. You will love his honest and candid interview, and I make him bust out his singing chops in a karaoke game, so that's coming up. We had a lot of fun on this podcast. We've got lots of great stuff coming up for you. 
Stay tuned for more Food Heals Nation. You are listening to the Food Heals Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. What a fantastic interview, Susie, did you think? I thought he was amazing. He is so energetic and passionate yes. and informative. Yeah, he has the most information and he'll, he he doesn't have to think about what he has to say. He has so much knowledge and, you know, from experience because he's been doing this for a long time. Yeah. Today's tweetable quote comes from Jason. No matter what the approach to fighting disease, food has to be the essential cornerstone. I love that. It's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we're here for. It's so true. If you like that, tweet it back to us at Food Heals Nation and tweet it to Jason at Jason Robel. Use the hashtag Food Heals Podcast. And don't forget, we still have the swag bag contest going on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to be entered in our swag bag giveaway. In case you don't know, because I feel like most people know by now if you're listening to our podcast, because we've gotten a lot of um, entries from you guys. So thank you so much. But maybe um, people just don't know how good it is. The swag bag is so good. Oh, it's my so gosh. Good. We've got the deodorant. We've got the face cream. Well, we and we have some things we haven't announced yet. So those are going to be announced in future episodes. That's I'm waiting on I'm some shipments <laughs> <laughs> of some more products, but it's got, chock full. Yeah, it's got great stuff in it. So to enter to win our swag bag full of our favorite luscious organic vegan health and beauty products valued at over $300, just leave us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher. Tweet us a screenshot of your review. Easy. So easy. If you don't have Twitter, you can post your screenshot to our Facebook wall or send it in an email to info at foodhealsnation.com. Stay tuned for next time. And in the meantime, Food Heals Nation, I want to leave you with a quote that we love said by Thomas Jefferson. Our greatest happiness is always the result of a good conscience, good health, occupation, and freedom in all just pursuits. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, women have experienced a strong desire to change their status update from hashtag blessed to hashtag OMG even more blessed than yesterday, hashtag loving life. If you experience any of these symptoms, make sure to tweet a Kardashian immediately.